Significant changes are being planned for the parliament in Papua New Guinea, with the government wanting a bigger cabinet and five additional MPs. To increase the size of the executive, the government first needs to change the relevant legislation. At the moment, cabinet is restricted to 32 members, though there are a number of vice ministers. Prime Minister James Marape wants a 38-member cabinet, which has drawn local criticism as an unnecessary additional cost at a time when the country is struggling financially. Don Wiseman spoke with RNZ Pacific's PNG correspondent, Scott Waide, about the motivations for Mr Marape's change. Two sides to it. Um, one, they have a legal requirement to I- increase the number of cabinet members. I mean, they, they have the opportunity to increase number of cabinet members because they've increased the number of seats in parliament. So the numbers in cabinet have also to be have also need to be increased to cater for that increase. Now the other the other thing is it's as uh, in previous experiences it's used as a, a leverage to keep members uh, intact. You know, keep numbers intact. So all of that is in play right now. And openly, the government won't say that this is a political tool, a political leverage that's being used to hold people intact. The official explanation is that there's this legal requirement that we have to increase cabinet. So all of that uh, is at play right now. The government, of course, in PNG is forever thinking about potential votes of no confidence. One can't be bored, I think, for more than a year at this stage because of the grace periods built into the Constitution. But they are, I know that locally there have been accusations the government's doing this just to ensure that it has the numbers ahead of any vote of no confidence. Yeah, a a vote of no confidence at this stage, I mean, realistically speaking, is highly unlikely. But, you know, there's always discontent within government circles. You know, there's, there's always this veiled threat by certain groups, certain MPs that if you don't do this, we will create this kind of instability. Now, always this veiled threat that exists. Now, you have to, as a prime minister, as deputy prime minister, as senior members of cabinet, you have to manage that. There are also within political circles, very ambitious people. And some who've been in politics for very long, some who've come into politics who want to make a make a mark. So, all that feeds into a very volatile uh, dynamic that can quickly become unstable. All right. Well, the Prime Minister has also announced that he's going to increase the number of seats by another five to uh, 123. What do you make of that? Yeah, the argument has been that some districts uh, are too big to manage. Uh, and, and in a sense, it's it's real. Like, for example, uh, Southfly. Southfly is, is a massive, massive land mess. It's always been a difficult province to manage. There are some districts that have been split up because of political pressure and the demands from groups of people that want to have their own district and want to be in charge of their own destiny, so to speak. So all that in a, in a country with 800 languages and different tribal groups, tribal different mindsets, it, it's a, you have to manage that in, in, in some way. So the breaking up provinces, large provinces, into smaller districts has been one way that the government has has tried to manage it and hold hold the country together uh, and hold the politics together. So uh, the long-term effect of it, we're not too sure how it will turn out. There are other provinces that have already called for autonomy, financial autonomy like Morbe and also Bougainville's achieved its political autonomy. Uh, Then you've got 
other islands, provinces who want financial autonomy because they, f they feel that a lot of the money is being spent on the mainland. 